Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. So we are kind of recording in a weird way this time. I'm not at home, which we're going to get to here in a minute. And um, we're recording off of a wireless hotspot. So the conversation is a little bit in and out, but I think we got this down. So last week was Christmas, or this week technically was Christmas, and that is what we're going to get to. But before Christmas, there's another holiday tradition that Tim is going to talk to us about. Sure. So, um, we've been celebrating Festivus at my house for, oh man, I don't know, at least five, six, seven years. Hmm. Um, so Festivus is the festival for the rest of us. It's where you let your hair down, you don't worry about, like, wearing your, um, best Christmas gear and, you know, making the best presents for everybody and being on your best behavior. You just, you know, let it all hang out. So, our first Festivus was literally burritos and red wine and nice. we played this game called men are from mars women are from venus where you had to guess what the other how the other gender would answer nice and that was pretty funny um we've had some epic festivus in the past my, probably one of my favorite was 2012 on december 21st the day that my calendar ended nice we called that the end of us festivus nice i had zombies in the yard and everything it was epic that's um, awesome this year, um, we didn't have as much of a theme, although I did have um, the Festivus pole being represented by a lightsaber, which is pretty cool. Yes, you did. Um, we did our, our traditional um, feats of strength, which this year was a virtual 5K, which only me and one other person actually did. Huh. So that Dale? sucked. Uh, no, as someone who moved halfway across the country, Kate. Okay. So she was she was watching on Periscope, but she wasn't with us. Okay. Um, I, hopefully other... I flipped Kate off a few times. Uh, yeah, you were pretty good. Every time we panned the camera around, you were there with your little stubby middle finger. Exactly. Um, the other parts of Festivus are the airing of grievances, and um, we did that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody got to write down, if they wanted to, um, something that pissed them off that year, and then someone else would read it. And we kind of capped it all off in a meet the food and drink with um, a White Elf and Gift Exchange. Yeah. And so I ended up with an actual piece of poop. A literal yes. turd. Yes. yes, you did. You ended up with a piece of shit. Uh, bullshit, to be precise. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Cards Against Humanity, several years ago, um, they had their bullshit Christmas sale, and they actually packaged up shit and mailed it to people, and <laughs> someone hang, hung, hung on to that and wrapped it up for my well and gift. That's awesome. And I can't remember what you ended up with. I ended up with a Batman thing. It has Batman game, has... Oh, that's right. Uh, has... Uh, How could I forget that? 
a motorcycle game and it has uh, a question game. And then my wife ended up with some knee pads and chapstick. Nice. Yep. So that was fun. Um, my so I have wife a lot of gardening ended... to do this year. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> wife ended up with um, Santa Claus themed short shorts. Uh-huh. A little tiny uh, buckle okay. and a Santa hat. Okay. And I might have borrowed those the next morning and gone to my uh, gym for the hour workout. Oh, those. dear God. So I was just wearing little tiny, tiny, uh, tiny Santa shorts and a Santa hat and the, my shoes, you know, for safety. Oh, of course. So your, your um, elf shoes. Yeah, it was pretty epic. Um, I got free coffee at the drive-thru on my way there. Did you really? Uh, it wasn't coffee, actually. It was Rockstar, but yeah, I did. Nice. They, they wouldn't let me pay. It was awesome. That is hilarious. They're like, no, 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 no. You, you just, just go, please. Just go. <laughs> it didn't say it that way. So my <laughs> wife took a picture when I got back all hot and steamy in my Santa outfit and um, and texted the person who gave that gift and said, thanks. Oh, dear well, God. That person happened to be my boss. Oh. And that, <laughs> she took it to work and showed, like, everybody, like oh, me, pretty no. much. Like, pretty close to being in my birthday suit. I mean, just oh, tiny no. little, tiny little strip of red felt covering the business. And so I get to work um, this weekend, and everybody's like, "Oh, or like Merry Christmas, Tim." Uh, uh, Merry <laughs> so Christmas, Tim. So I, I was spreading the Christmas cheer everywhere. Cheering, yeah, cheer, yeah, uh, sure. So uh, speaking speaking of Christmas uh, cheer. I and several of my friends um, kind of celebrate Steammas, which is where we gift each other gifts on our um, Christmas wish list. Oh, nice. So I wanted to say thank you to uh, Q, who gifted me Republic Commando, um, and Anthony, who gifted me Soma and Broforce. Nice. And my brother, um, Jeff, who gifted me, I don't know how to pronounce this one, Colat. Yeah, I think so. Tomb Raider and Witcher 2. Wow. Yeah, so the Steam sale is going on, which makes, uh, you know, gifting easier easier and cheaper and i kind of got some stuff for myself too i haven't picked up one thing yet i'm thinking i probably just need to bite the bullet and just pay for witcher 3 because that's the cheapest it's gonna get apparently for a while probably it's really good (sighs) yeah that and dying light those are the two games i'm interested in neither one of neither one of them went on a crazy steam sale so i'm just like uh, okay i think you'd like dying light I think Ocean Horns for seven dollars right now. I was like thinking about grabbing that too. That yeah, for seven bucks, you should. Yeah. At least that. The last thing um, that went on this week was me trying. I uh, I used some uh, GameStop gift credit and some some Christmas cash to go mm-hmm. to GameStop and get a Xbox One controller. Okay. Not the not the system, just the controller. Uh huh. And the uh, dongle. I was that, hoping to play some games on my Surface. I told you not to do that. Yeah, I should. You've been met with a terrible fate, haven't you? So, yes, it, it connects. <laughs> it co- after tinkering with it for like an hour, it'll connect now for about a minute and then disconnect. And if I pull the dongle out, put it back in again, it'll reconnect. You have to pull your dongle out and then reconnect it. Yeah. Okay. The stupid thing is, if, if I put this dongle into my Alienware Alpha, mm. I can, I can literally control the game that whatever it is. From downstairs, across the house, through three walls, two, and the, and the, the floor slash ceiling. Oh, dear God. Like, we're talking like 50 feet. <laughs> I wonder it's if that fine. means I can... Oh, I'm going to try this after. So, it works. I know it's not exactly the dongle's fault. It's something 
with either the Surface or the driver in my Surface. I'm really so, thinking that your Surface just isn't powerful enough. That would make sense. Like it's a USB 2 or USB 1.0 or something, or it should be The weird USB thing is it, it seems to disconnect at a fairly regular interval. Hmm. So I'm, I'm wondering if it powers down or something. Gotcha. Um, it it is, seems to be fairly regular. I haven't timed it or anything, but hmm. excuse me, I have to cough. <coughs> so that's what I've been up to. What about you, Zach? Um, well, this week uh, we did Festivus, um, mm-hmm. and then we had my family uh, is going through a rough patch right now, so it was important for all of our family to be together. So my family, like from my mom's side of the family, basically all came down for Christmas this year, which we haven't I don't think we've ever actually done it this way. Um, usually some of my cousins are at their dad's house during Christmas Eve, and uh, then they're with their mom during Christmas Day. Well, everybody like kind of pulled some strings and switched stuff around, and we were all together on Christmas Eve, which is the first time we've ever done that, um, and that was cool, I guess. And then Christmas Day, we've always, my wife and I, well, actually my mom and I and one of my aunts and my uncle have uh since I was like 16, I've gone out to Hudson's Bar and Grill, um, which is also the Heathman Lodge, or we lived him, and mm-hmm. gone and done a Christmas Eve dinner usually, or like a Christmas Day dinner. Um, so we kept that tradition alive once again this year, my wife and I, and my aunt and uncle, and then one of my co-workers and her husband, which they were basically my aunt and uncle's like best friends before they started their companies and i've known them my whole entire life um they joined us this year and we went out and we did our christmas day dinner um and then we had a day off which was saturday and then we jumped on a plane and flew down to southern oregon and are staying with my father-in-law currently until tomorrow when we fly back home and we've been here for three sleeps so far and how's that going we will talk about that next week. All right. Um, <laughs> These walls so I know are thin. Gotcha, bro. Um, <laughs> so have you had time to play any games while you're uh, in Southern Oregon? or um, um, I'm assuming you bought your laptop. I brought my laptop, yeah. So I've been playing some Rocket League. I've been playing Seasons of Rocket League, which um, I'm actually really enjoying the Seasons of Rocket League. So basically, you create a team on Rocket League. This is all offline, obviously. You mm-hmm. create a team. And then you uh, said how many matches are going to be in it. You choose the cars for your teammates, and you go for it. And it's however many matches in that season. So right now I'm playing a nine-game season, and I am currently 5-0. and oh, So, um, And I have it on All-Star. So you can choose your uh, difficulty setting as well. So it's been really fun. I uh, installed Magic the Gathering 2015 on my Android device because... I heard that, that was a pretty cool game. I played. It's the... just hilarious to me because I'm pretty sure I interviewed the developers at PAX instead of you because you, you didn't want that appointment. Yeah, shut up. And it's awesome, except for the fact that the app is broken unless oh. they unless they don't um, have any more content. But they say they have more content. They allow they allow you like the first area for free, mm-hmm. and then you have to log in, sign in, and none of those buttons work. And you have to pay for, like, the expansions, which I'm pretty sure all the expansions should be out for a 2015 game. And it will not let you, does not bring you to another screen to log in or sign in or, like, purchase or anything like that. It just stops. So after hmm. about an hour and a half of being frustrated of beating it, and I was having a lot of fun with it. I got to drop some money on it. And um, 
I that's a huge look. fail if you can't spend money on there. And I couldn't figure out how to hell to sign in. There's a sign-in button. There's a Google Plus button. And none of the buttons that you click, they make the clicking sound. They make the clicking uh, interactive, like, little thing. And nothing happens. Hmm. So I uninstalled. Um, and then on Christmas night, my cousin came over and we played some actual real Magic the Gathering before we took off on Saturday. So, Cool. Yeah. Um, I actually got to play some games this week, which made me happy because oh, you? you might remember last week I didn't play anything. And that no. sucked. Um, so one of the games I was gifted, Broforce, um, oh, from yeah. Anthony. I played a lot with my daughter, and that's actually a lot of fun. That's cool. Um, it's up to four players on the same couch co-op. Um, and it's like every 80s and 90s action hero you can think of, just with bro, like mashed another name, like Indiana Brones, Rob, Robo Cop. <laughs> and, just, um, and it's like kind of 16 8 bit sort of graphics, except there's exploding body parts everywhere. Gotcha. And it's it just explosions in general, like everything blows up. And um, it's really fun, uh, hmm. especially especially playing with someone else. It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, it's. It, it's fun by yourself, but it's even more fun with a friend. So played quite a bit of that, and I've been playing the Bit Trip on um, both PlayStation 4 and Vita. Um, plays pretty much the same, although I found some games work better um, on the Vita versus the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, just because some of the games are closer to your face in the Vita, it just seems to work out better. Um, so that was kind of interesting that the same game would work better in a handheld setting than a uh, big screen yeah that's strange i also played a little bit of assassin's creed syndicate and yeah yeah that's actually pretty good i'm um, hearing a lot of people are liking that game if unity had never come out um i think this game would get a lot more attention but like, i think unity burned so many people that a lot of people aren't even giving it a chance i'm hearing a lot of people are like finally starting to jump on the bandwagon though again because so i mean there's like not a single person really coming out with anything negative on it so no it's pretty good it's pretty good playing as twins um one's like a heavy bruiser and one's a sneaking like typical assassin mm-hmm. so if you want to just you know beat up some fools you got the one character and it's got a nice progression system you level up um different areas like whether it's strength or sneaking or there's one other category hmm. um there's crafting Typical Ubisoft stuff, like crap. You, yeah, Ubisoft has got like this formula now where you you know collect random things to craft other things, and it's good. But it's enough of its own game that it's interesting, and London looks pretty amazing. Um, it's always fun to cr- climb up on the rooftop and just see the city spread out before, all around you. And mm-hmm. I'm having fun with it so far. I haven't played a lot of it, but I'm liking what I'm playing so far. Well, good. And I finally did you pick got that up on f- Steam or is that PS4? Um. It's not Steam. I got a code that is Ubisoft only, so uh, I can't launch it through Steam. I have to... Yeah, maybe that's why my Surface isn't working so good. I put Ubisoft on it. Oh, maybe. No, that's, not, that's not my Surface. That's uh, a live. That's on my Alpha. Ooh, but your Alpha is able to play Assassin's Creed, though. Yep. Uh, nice. A little bit of screen tearing in some parts, but um, overall it looks pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm very happy with that. That's really cool. But... I've been playing some Fallout 4. Oh, shit. All right. Fallout 4 talk, guys. Let's do this. What are we doing? Finally went to Time and City. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah? How do I get? It's a really interesting idea, like making a city inside of a a ball field. Right? I like the fact there's a a bar in the dugout. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, I've done a couple of side quests there. 
Um, but I think I'm on a main story quest because I hooked up with uh, Nick Valentine, the, oh, yeah. uh, the synthetic detective. Mr. And Valentine. Really, he's awesome. I like the way he talks, just his whole attitude. Yep. The fact that his face is kind of falling apart. I think it's really weird, though. Like um, A lot of the people in the Diamond City are super paranoid about the synths in general, yeah. like stealing their family and whatever. Uh-huh. But they seem perfectly fine that there's this synth detective just in their midst. Yeah, they like everybody I've, loves Nick, but everybody else hates like I mean they all hate synths, but they love Nick. Yeah, it's it's a okay, that's just and it's never explained. It's just just kind of there. No, and it, it's really weird if you bring Nick along, like if you keep him on as a companion and you just have him follow you around, like he has like a personality of his own. Like literally if you just stop walking around like inside of a city, like he'll walk up to somebody and they'll be like, "Oh, hey Nick, haven't seen you in a long time." And like start carrying on their own conversation. And like yeah, you and start makes, to walk away, makes, Nick will just be like, "Well, gotta go. See you later." Yeah, he makes observations about stuff like yeah. when you're in a fight or whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I like I like him. I had um, Piper as a companion for a little bit. She's the reporter. Oh yeah, yeah. She was okay, but um, she, she's just she's not as cool right. as Valentine. No. She's just not Valentine. Yeah, exactly. She's so not Valentine. He's, he's my new companion for the moment. I was she's going not with my dog Valentine. Meat. I was going with dog meat before that. Pretty much, but okay. and I might go back to dog dog meat. Dog meat's cool, but I'm kind of like a one lone wanderer right now. I just kind of like sent everybody to my one certain area and it's like, hey, just meet me there. Yeah, it'll be okay. Cool. So, um, how what quest are you on right now? Do you know? Um, I'm trying to find this guy came called Kellogg. Oh, who, okay. Um, Valentine thinks stole my son. Gotcha. And okay. so I kind of had two companions with me right now because the we're using dog meat to track him. Yeah, so you've been inside. Did you? I got to walk to the vault that I rescued Nick from the vault. So I've been to that one vault. Okay, and then um, and I also did met... the side quest where I helped uh, the DJ get some uh, confidence. I haven't done that. Oh, um, yeah. What you know about the DJ? The DJ that's always like, so uh, guys, that that song was. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, that guy. I didn't yeah. know he has a quest line. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's a quest line to like make him more confident. Huh. And actually, the radio station changes afterwards, and he starts talking more normal. Really? Yeah, it's kind of cool. That yeah, less creepy and scary. He, he basically he basically helped him get laid. So that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about? Did you ever go to like a house yet? Um, I'm thinking not, because nothing really stands out like like yours. Like inside I mean, of Diamond been, City. No, not really been in any houses yet. Okay. I, right. I broke into one just to see if I could, and then I ran away just before anyone could yell at me. Oh, okay. No problem. Because Pi- right. Piper disapproved of that. Really? Apparently oh, yeah. She ha- does not like uh, criminal activity. Nope. So, I, I, okay. I get, the feeling, I get the feeling Valentine would be more up for that. Um, To an extent, yeah. He's still a pretty good guy, though. Like, he still makes, like, snide comments like... Oh, so you're doing that type of stuff now, huh? Things like that, so. <laughs> awesome. But, um, yeah, I'm interested. I hope you get to play some more Fallout 4 this week, and I hope you get to make it out of Diamond City on that main quest line because it gets pretty epic when you're looking for Kellogg. That is an awesome story arc. Sweet. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to try to figure out what's uh, going on with my son. I'm at level 15 now. Oh, nice. Okay. So I'm level that's... 37, I think. Yeah, there's definitely some more perks I would like to have, like more rifle perks, but I can't get some of those until, like, level 22. Yeah. Yep. So, kind of stuck on that, but um, yeah. 
have finally got some time to play with Fallout, so that's good. Sweet. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what well, I'm playing. Cool. Well, I think it's that time of the show where we're going to go grab our tasty treats. This is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, I can already tell, but that is okay. Um, so before, just like as always, Tim, why should they like us and rate us on iTunes? Well, well. if you like us and rate us on iTunes, <laughs> there is a chance that Gabe from Steam will just magically fill your Steam account with every single code. It could happen. It could happen. I mean, some people did get some pretty awesome games this Steam sale because of a flaw. But this would be personally from Gabe. Oh, so it'd okay. be like It'd be like... Like ho 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 magic, but hmm. if you like, if you don't like us, rate us iTunes and Stitcher. Pretty sure your account's gonna get hacked by someone in like Albania, and you're gonna lose all of your stuff. Or like Albion from like Fable. Fable is gonna come in the real life, and then they're gonna be like, "Wah ha 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 ha! I will hack your Steam account." Yes. Yes, Albion. Would, Fable. You don't Make want that. Happen. You don't want that. You don't want to screw with the guild, bro. Mm-mm. Nope. Just nope. like us, like. rate us on iTunes. Yep, I'll be good. Alright guys, we'll be right back after this music break. And we are back. Tasty treats of sorts in the hand, I, I, get, I guess. Something, something like that. But anyways guys, we are back and we have some drinks. We and do. we're going to drink them. So Tim, why don't you kick us off? Sure. I have Fentiman's Traditional Ginger Beer. Fentiman's Original Ginger Beer. Traditional. Traditional. Ginger. Yes. Okay. It is botanically brewed with um, botanical ginger and herbal extracts. And What's I'm a botanical ginger? Is that like a the ginger, like a fresh born ginger that's like a few seconds out of the mother's yeah, like, womb ginger? Like you crush exactly, it and you like, squeeze the juices out and then you're good to go? Or? Wow, I don't know about these squeezing juices. Okay, well, so there's no juices then, so it's oh, just a ground-up ginger. ginger. Mm. It's, a, it's a juicy... Oh, this is getting, like, Jared from Subway. It's got carbonated water, from fermented ginger root extracts, cane so sugar... So you ripped glu- off the roots of a ginger child. Yeah, basically that scene in um, Harry Potter where, like, they pull the mandrakes and they're screaming. Gotcha. Except ginger. Gotcha. Yeah, because gingers aren't born, they're plucked from the ground. Right, they don't have souls. Let's also get some pear juice concentrate... Juniper? That's a bush. Juniper's a bush. I'm drinking bush, y'all. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I taste the treat. I like it, though. It's got a nice, pleasant burn in the throat. As gingers from hell. I'm, and I'm sipping do. from uh, the cup that my kids gave me for Christmas just for podcasting. And what does the podcasting nice, cup say, Tim? It's a nice little earthenware cup. It's got kind of a green um, handle and lip. Uh-huh. And it says, fuckity fuck fuck on it. I'm and surprised nice, I didn't nice get that one. How script. the hell did I not get the fuckity fuck fuck cup? Um, Apparently you've been That's up it. in your fuck game. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I just said it three times, so. You did? Thanks to my tasty treat cup. cup. That's it, three it would only hold about half a beer, unfortunately. So. Okay, well. But but I like my cup. Yeah. Fuckity fuck you do. Fuck fuckity fuck. Fuck fuckity fuck. What are you drinking? I am drinking a can, out of a can, that says, share a blank under the mistletoe, which, by the way, Tim, <laughs> we were underneath the mistletoe at uh, t- 
at Festivus. Yeah, people were noticing that and saying we should do things, we which we shared, didn't do. We, we should have shared this underneath the mistletoe. I guess we could have done that, yeah. We could have done that, and this is a Coca-Cola. So we are going to be drinking a Coca-Cola, and everybody knows what a Coca-Cola tastes like. And if you don't know what a Coca-Cola tastes like, well, it All like I know is it tastes better in Mexico. Tastes, yeah. What? Yeah, probably. No, they do. Do they? Mm-hmm. They make what? them with uh, sugar instead of corn syrup. Oh, really? Well, it sounds carbonated, so that's good. It is carbonated. It tastes good. And, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing I don't think we mentioned is I am actually recording not from our normal recording setup. Um, I said we, we weren't recording in the normal, usual fashion, but I don't think I really emphasized on that. Um, I'm actually recording my audio through the SteelSeries uh, P300, or no, X300 uh, Siberia Gaming uh, headset for the Xbox One and PC. Um, so this is the call quality, uh, audio quality you guys are going to be getting out of the SteelSeries Siberia X and P300 Gaming headset series. Just so you guys know. Just so you know, Tim is recording with the original, uh, our regular setup, the Snowball Blue Mic. His audio track and all of his audio is coming from the Snowball. My audio is coming from a SteelSeries gaming headset. However, so I am using the same headset for my, so I can hear. Yes, you are. Make, I said that in the worst, worst possible way. I'm just not yeah. recording with it. You're just not recording with the microphone. You're using the headset for audio purposes. Yep. So. Because it's so comfy. Exactly. So I just want to throw that out there, guys. So if you guys like the audio quality on this, you guys are looking for better audio quality for uh, online gaming, go check them out. So. Well, that brings us to our next segment. So it does. let's go ahead and kick it. All right, Tim. Why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Uh, I see what you did there. Ah, All right. Touchdown! Woo! <laughs> so, are you are you tired of boring keys on your keyring? Actually, I am. Okay. What what if what if your house key could be in the shape of the master sword? I would have uh, all of my keys in the shape of a master sword. So the key armory transforms your favorite swords into a key, um, inspired by Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Zelda, like Kingdom Hearts, and more. Like a full-size sword, like I could send them a master sword, and they'd be like, "All right, let's just whittle." No, it's the top it's key-sized, but the okay. blade the blade is the key. Okay. Um, so they're calling it like different things so they don't get sued. The master sword they're calling the hero sword. That's epic. You can also get the king's blade. Um, which is the Flame of the West from Lord of the Rings, the one that Aragorn had, the one that got okay. reforged. Okay. Um, they're calling the Keyblade, like uh, from uh, Kingdom Hearts, the yep. Kingdom Key. The Kingdom that pretty, Key. That one looks pretty cool, actually, with the um, hey, handle. Hey, the Hero's Sword looks really cool, too. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, bro. Well, you need more than one key ring. And if you're if all of your keys on your keychain were the Master Sword, you wouldn't know which one was your front door key. They also have Only the new... Only the true um, hero of time would know that. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so they also have uh, the cross, cross Guard Star Saber, which is what they're calling the um, Kylo Ren's uh, red uh, lightsaber from the new Star Wars movie. Yep. And lastly, the Halfling's Blade, which is Sting, again, from Lord of the Rings. So the two that are the coolest in my mind are definitely, the, of course, the Master Sword. But the Keyblade does look pretty cool, too, if you're into that um, Kingdom Hearts nonsense. It does. So, 
they are asking for only $6,000 with 25 days to go. They already have pretty close to $21,000. Um, let's see what a pledge will get you. Um, for only $10, you get a key of your choice. So yeah, that's, where do you get these? Uh, after you receive your key, get it cut at your local store, Walmart, and yeah. more. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just uh, take it to your Freddy's or Walmart or whatever, whoever has the key grinding thing. Okay. And they will match it to your, your original boring key. And then you'll have a... That means I'd have to find my original boring key and figure out which one actually opened up my boring original door. That would be helpful, um, would be helpful. if you know what key you're starting with. 19 gets you two keys, 28 gets you three keys, 37 gets you four keys. Um, the master sword all looks kind of like crap. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of um, So there's video. They've it. been improving the design. Um, it does look kind of short, I'll say that. Well, not only um, does it look short, like the handguard that looks like it's supposed to be cut out in the photo is They not are cut going out. to cut it out. They're working on that. If you read the whole description, they are improving on it. Okay. Please note the hero sword um, sample in the video does not have the top handle guard cut away. This yep. will be corrected. Okay, what you right, just said. Right. Uh, same thing with the keyblade. Like, um, yeah. th in the video, it shows that there's not the hollow space mm -hmm. around the handle. Like I just already mentioned that one, too. Um, so they're working on making them more like you would imagine them to be. They are short, though. I mean, they're a key. The handle part is, is the design is done really well. But it doesn't always match up exactly perfectly key. But for 10 bucks, you get a pretty cool key. So, I don't know. It's pretty Check out, I would pay um, for it. It's called uh, the Key Armory. Mm -hmm. On Kickstarter, you have almost a month left to go. The Key Armory, nerdy keys for awesome people. That's awesome. What is your Kickstarter? All right, guys. Well, I have one called do, 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 Power Up FPV Live Streaming Paper Plane Airplane Drone or Paper Airplane Drone. So before I jump into it, let's listen to the audio. Flying on a paper airplane must be so magical. With your help, Magical is about to become unfreaking believable. This is Shy, a pilot, an industrial designer, and an inventor. He is a world-known expert in cool stuff that flies. Two years ago, Shy was challenged by his friend to create a smartphone-controlled paper airplane. Thanks to 21,000 backers on Kickstarter, he made it happen. People all over the world are now controlling paper planes from their smartphones with Power Up 3. Shai proudly came back to his friend and his friend said, Wow, that is magical. But you can't put a live streaming camera on a paper airplane. Shai thought for a minute and said, Challenge accepted. Now, after two years of testing and prototyping, meet Shai's new unfreaking believable invention. Power Up FPV. The first ever paper airplane drone with a live streaming camera. Using state-of-the-art technology, PowerUp FPV lets you see what your plane sees. To put it in different words, you feel as if you are flying through the air, riding a paper airplane. Yes, PowerUp FPV makes your regular paper plane look like a kitty next to a lion, riding a T-Rex. Just take a piece of paper, fold it into a plane, and attach the module. Put your phone in the cardboard viewer and you're ready to fly. The camera streams live video to an app on your very own smartphone sitting in the head-mounted goggles. To control your plane, just tilt your head lightly. And there's also a gamepad mode for when you feel like handheld control. Power up FPV's camera can swivel around. That's how you also get wing view and back view, so you can see this defining moment in your life. Look, 
it's you flying a power-up FPV. Shai wanted to create the most immersive real-time experience. That's why he partnered with the good folks at Parrot, world experts in wireless streaming and creators of the AR drone. With their help, PowerUp FPV streams live video over Wi-Fi from over 300 feet. To make the experience really smooth, PowerUp FPV has a ton of sensors and an onboard computer with real-world autopilot mode, making it nearly uncrashable. Nearly. PowerUp FPV is ready for production. So if you love flying and want to ride a paper airplane, back PowerUp FPV and help make what was once magical unfreaking believable. Alright guys, so as you just heard, it's not a bird, it's not really a plane, well, sort of. It's you. Paper airplane. And you're flying on top of your very own paper airplane. PowerUp FPV is the... Uh, first airplane drone with live streaming camera which is pretty sweet it actually does have a pretty sweet wide angle camera on it and 30 frames per second up to 300 feet um it has audio recording so if you're flying next to that bird and you smack it you can hear it say fuck you as it flies away <laughs> and then fuck fuck, fuck and um so that's pretty epic it actually looks like it's pretty good material it's really small um obviously because it has to be on the back of a paper airplane um, but yeah, it is, they've teamed up with leading minds at Parrot to create the world's most incredible live streaming technology, giving you the thrill exhilaration of flying up to 300 feet in the air. Pledge today and join us in flight. So this is a 3D experience, guys. Well, not 3D, a virtual experience, VR experience, um, with, I'm a believing Parrot is, um, is the, uh, company that makes the uh, mounted display that this could actually go along with. Um, their application will actually tell you airspeed, your battery life, your compass, so it'll tell you kind of which direction you're going, Wi-Fi signal, autopilot, altitude, um, record video, FPV mode, and left motor power and right motor power. Um, so that is pretty sweet, and you can do it all through your smartphone. So. Um, they are looking for $100,000, which they've overly met four times over. They are $418,197 U.S. dollars, 10 days to go with 2,163 backers. You can get in right now for a cardboard viewer, 2.0 cardboard viewer, including head strap. Um, you can get that for $19, but if you actually want the granddaddy of them all, $129 FPV Hacker Kit, build your own FPV app and hardware includes one FPV PCB, one uh, 550 mAh battery, 200, or two powerful cordless motors, one VGA wide angle camera designed for video streaming, and that is all you need to get up and going guys. But if, let's just say if. You want to be crazy and spend a thousand dollars? You get the drone racing pack, get the ultimate team experience with six times the power-up FPV modules, six batteries, and six cardboard viewers. So, um, if you want to be badass and race some drones around, go ahead and feel free to do that, guys. Um, yeah. So, give us one second. We're gonna go to a, another music break really quick, and we will be right back.
and we are back guys um thanks for tuning back in sorry about that little music break we had to regather ourselves for this next awesome segment of game news and industry events this week guys is game of the years so we're not i mean there's really nothing coming out there's no real news uh, i mean there's some here and there but there's nothing that more exciting than talking game of the year so guys this is our very first game of the year episode um and we are just going to go back and forth um we're going to list i believe my list is in my top five um yep. in order from top to bottom is yours tim uh yeah so why don't we start with number five uh, okay. what's your number what's your number five for the number five nba 2k 16 I remember there was a couple months where you would not stop talking about that, so I know you definitely were into that big time. Just so you guys remember, here is the commercial oh, for God. NBA 2K16. Here we go again. I am offering you now a chance at the experience of a lifetime. What a life, eh, freak? One minute you're playing 21 and horse on the courts in Harlem, and the next moment you're in the showroom. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the next NBA superstar, Frequency Vibration. Remind these fools where you from. Represent. This is the right move. This is the right move now. You got everything, don't you, Freak? What do I have? Nothing. And I got nothing. This is not a request. I am not asking you to do this. I am telling you to do this. You gotta do what you gotta do when you need to do it. And I've given this team everything I got. I practice hard. I play hard. We need to strike while the iron is hot. This is your life. You will be up there with all the big names. But you don't think I realize that I have vultures and blood-sucking leeches in my life? Don't think I realize that you're one of them? You got all this because of me! And don't you ever forget that. So what's the next move? The next move is freaks. It always has been. Question is, is he ready and willing to do what needs to be done? Tim, what's your number five? Well, I don't think you can argue with my number five. Um, oh, I can argue got... with anything. Really? Even yeah. Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask for 3DS? Yeah, why the hell is that number one, Tim? Hmm. Okay, yeah. I see it. Yeah. I see your point. Yeah, yeah. see? Well, it's my number five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to play a weird little Zelda game, and it looks great on the handheld. Um, it's awesome to play in 3D. You know, I totally, when we're making our list, I totally spaced that that even came out this year. Ah, uh, Zelda fail. Haha. I know. But looking at your list, um, I can only see one that you might bump, but we'll get to that one later. Yeah. What's your number four? Number four, Party Hard. Stab, stab, stab. Stab, stab, stab. We gave away six of those copies last week on yep. uh, the episode. Um, Spreading the stab. And we had an amazing time at their PR party for Party Hard, so that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. 
They ended so, up on a giant screen. That was pretty awesome. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I sucked at it back then, but I'm good at it now. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I love that game to pieces. Literally, I will take pieces out of you because I love that game. Nice. Number four, Tim? Number four is only because I haven't had time to finish it, but it's still on my list. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Ouch. Um, yeah, this is one of the open... Well, I'll talk more about this a little later, but it's an open-world game, and um, Metal Gear Solid has not been an open-world game before. Yeah. Um, you, you do missions, you build your base. Um, you get to... F- I think it's called Fulton, where you grab the yeah. enemies on a balloon and send them <laughs> flying. Fulton up awesome. to your own base. There you're like, hey, so you're shooting at me. Go to my base, mm-hmm. motherfucker. There's an awesome female sniper who's wearing basically nothing, who's humming the whole time. There's all sorts of crazy, normal um, Hideo Kojima stuff, and it's actually a, a really good game that I've played so far, and I can't wait to get into it and finish it up. Oh, nice. So we're Number three. Number three. My number three is Fallout 4 for the PC. Mm. Number three. It came in number three, and I think you guys will understand why it's number three when we get to the next two. Um, But I loved it. I beat it. Um, I beat the main storyline, I should say. Um, The game is fun. The storyline is... uh, Well, you'll see. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, guys, it's number three on my list for the top 2015 games. Just still pretty high up on the list. We played a lot of games this year. Uh, for a game that just came out to make it number three is pretty impressive. Um, and I can't wait to get back home and play some more of it. So, what about you, Tim? For me, it is Telltale's Tales from the Borderlands. Ooh. Um, game looks great. That game um, is awesome. Really fun characters, great sense of humor. Um, story has highs and lows emotionally. Lots of action, lots of um, awesome, funny dialogue. Okay. Um, just a blast from start to finish. Um, I think it's probably my favorite Telltale series so far, just as looked at as a whole. I would have to agree with you 100%. Um, probably my funnest one. Yeah, well, crap, The Walking Dead. I know Dead you love The Walking really Dead, good. but if you can separate The Walking Dead, the, the franchise, from the actual game. I think you might have to agree. Yeah, I would have to fully agree with you because I basically hate Borderlands but love Tales from the Borderlands. I'd have to say that uh, Telltale, number one game so far that they've made, would have to be Tales from the Borderlands. So that brings us to number two. Number two. This will come in as no surprise for you guys. Rocket League all the way for me, baby. We've been doing that every weekend, every chance I get to um, since it came out. It's an awesome game to fill in five five to seven minutes, depending on how good the other team is or your team is. Um, Just pick it up, play one round, log back out. It's easy to do, a lot of fun. Um, Cool tricks that you would never think could happen are happening. Um, You're always improving. People are always improving. The matches are changing. Um, they're rolling out amazing free DLC, free maps. Uh, basically, the only paid DLC only adds graphic stuff like new cars, new toppers, new rims, new tires, um, things like that. Um, new colors, new types of paint jobs. But they're giving you f- new types of game modes. They're giving you new graphics, new physics. They're giving you new maps, new arenas, new colors. Um, or like day and night time scenery um they're just packing this thing full and it's made by an indie developer so rocket league all the way nice 
my number two is uh, Party Hard. Um, if you told me at the beginning of the year that described this game to me and told me it'd be my number two, I probably would have laughed at you. It's not, I mean, a little a small indie game on a single screen where you run around and stab people. Not my typical, I tend to go for, I do like indie games, but I tend to go for games with more story or... Yeah. Um, but I just keep coming back to it. Like, it's a game you can jump in, play for 10 minutes, have a good time. Um, it runs on pretty much everything. I'm running it on my Surface just fine. Um, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun um, running around stabbing people. So that's my number two. Nice. Time for number one. Number one. This is where we swap places. Mm-hmm. I, my number one for this year, 2015, guys, is Tales from the Borderlands. Um, like you said a little bit before, um, it, it has to be one of the best games, if not the best game uh, produced ever by Telltale Games. Um, we had the pleasure of sitting down and talking with them. We had the pleasure of going to their live playthrough of the final episode of Tales from the Borderlands um, and meeting some of the voice actors and stuff like that. It is a great group of people, um, great team, and they are awesome at telling a story in a episodic way that makes you want to come back over and over and over again. So, congratulations, Tales from the Borderlands. You are my number one game of 2015. Tim? Awesome. Um, so, I've been anticipating this game for a long time, and it it hasn't disappointed me. I've enjoyed my time with Fallout 4 a lot. That's my number one. Um, I love exploring, um, seeing what's in the next abandoned building. Is it going to be some super mutants, or is it going to be a bunch of stim packs and other um, other goodies? I've enjoyed even the um, the kind of the city building where you you make uh, shelters and um, craft. I'm not gonna building. lie, I've started to get into that, and it's kind of addictive. It's ridiculous. Right. Um, so. There's a PC yeah. mod, by the way, that turns mm-hmm. off all building restrictions to where uh-huh. you can build out settlements as far as you want into the wasteland. Oh, that's awesome. Just keep yeah. going. Just keep that's going. Cool. Yeah, there's going to be some insane mods for that game down the road. Yeah, there's, it's going to be crazy. So so uh, you were not huge on the Fallout series before. I know you played a little bit of New Vegas. Um, I have bit. been into So I think it's the anticipation for this game that probably makes me rank it higher. And it's the game that I keep wanting to have time to come back and play. So, And I um, think that the only reason why I didn't rank it so high was because of the time. And, like, literally, Tales from Borderlands is probably the only Telltale game that I, like, jumped on the day that it dropped, no matter if I was working or not. Um, and Rocket League has filled so many hours. I think that there was just really no way that a game that just came out could have hit first place for me. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not an amazing game. So... Yep. So going over our individual lists, um, as I see it, our combined plug-and-play official top three for 2015. I'd have to agree with this list. Number three, Party Hard. Yep. Number two, Fallout 4. Uh Uh-huh. And the plug-and-play official game of the year for 2015 goes to Tales from the Borderlands from Telltale Games. All right. And I have to agree with you that. And before... We switch off of this. I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and play a trailer for Tales from the Borderlands, Episode 1, 
and, well, yeah, episode one. Because it is free. Just so you guys know, it is free right now to play episode one. Rated M for Mature. Alright, kiddos, I know you're all excited to watch a new trailer and whatnot, but there's a lot of unanswered questions about the chronological blah 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 about this game, so let's just get to it. The story goes something like this. Borderlands, which I wasn't in, Borderlands the sequel, which is where my story starts and is currently available for purchase, followed by Borderlands 2, and now, Hails from the Borderlands. Have we got it? Everyone good? Can we start the freaking trailer already? You're going to be reporting to me now, Reese. I want you to know the promotion that you worked so hard to get. That's still coming to you. That's why I'm gonna make you assistant vice janitor. I can't let that prick get away with this. We steal his deal. Vasquez set up a deal on Pandora for a vault key. One of us moves up, we all move up. This latest scam was our biggest yet. The one that would set us up for life. You're the one that'll close the deal by playing whatever role you need to. This place is a garbage land of sand and sadness. You came to Pandora, now you get to live like we do. We got a couple Hyperion warmongers, gentlemen. The bot, prime it. Time to clock in. <laughs> I just, I wanted you to know that. So that was episode one, guys. Um, get out there, check it out. It is Plug and Play's official 2015 number one game, the must-have game, must-play game of 2015. Yep. So, let's talk about the 2015 games that we hope to finish in 2016 because I've got a couple. Yeah. And there is actually a very common theme in these games. So I guess I'll go ahead and start. The, the 2015 yeah, games that uh, I hope to finish are what I already mentioned, Metal Gear Solid 5. I hadn't had hardly enough time in that game. I, I know I like it. Everything I've seen about it, I like. It's a new, new direction for the series. Um, it's great. Um, that open world game, um, just like Witcher 3 is, which I also haven't finished and I want to get back to, but Fallout 4 has me right for now. And then the other, the last open world game that I haven't even started because of the other three that I want to finish would be uh, the um, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Or cross okay, or something you literally just got that though. So I did, and I'm not letting myself touch it because there's two other, three other open world games before it. So, yeah, the open games world games have 
require a huge time commitment. They do. Um, the game that I or the games that I am looking forward to finishing in 2016 that came out in 2015 would be Majora's Mask 3DS because mm-hmm. I'm halfway through it. Um, but I beat it on the N64 back in the day, and I think that's the reason why it just keeps taking a back seat. I already know how it ends. Um, and they really didn't change anything up except for the graphics, and now it's on handheld. So I guess I probably could have brought my handheld down here and probably got some more hours into it, but I did not because I brought my Alienware laptop and been playing Rocket League. Um, another game that came out in 2015 that I want to finish in 2016, and actually not only finish, start in 2015, is The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's loving it. Um, and I feel like I just need to get in on it. I've talked to so many people that said that playing 1 and 2 is of no importance when it comes to 3. Um, so I'm ready to jump in. Let's get this thing popping. I'm done with Fallout 4, sort of, except for I still have an urge to play it, which I'm going to leave it installed just for those urges. And I'm thinking that that might be it. Okay. Well, that's plenty of us for us to do for 2016, assuming even no new games came out, which you know they will. Oh, Need for Speed's coming out for PC this coming year. So There you go. There we go. I've already got some games lined up. Let's do this. But guys, that leaves us with you. That leaves us. That leaves you. That. That leaves us with the question of the week for you guys. Yeah. And our question of the week is: What was your favorite game for 2015? Uh, bonus question: If you want, what game do you want to finish that you didn't get to? But most importantly, what was your game of the year for 2015? We'd love to hear, especially if it was something completely different from what we said. Because yeah. maybe something we want to check out. That would be awesome. So guys. Um, don't forget to head over to facebook.com forward slash plug and play show and leave us a response. Check out, uh, like us over there, follow us over there, get involved. Um, we're going to be doing some awesome stuff in 2016, just like we just got done seeing um, last week where we gave away the HyperX Cloud 2 gaming headset and a buttload of games, including Fallout 4. So, guys, head over to Facebook. Head over to Twitter, at plug underscore and underscore play underscore, and follow us over there, retweet, get in on the competitions, get involved, tweet at us, and we will tweet back. And, of course, you can always check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com, where every single one of our episodes currently is going up live the day that it comes out on Saturday. And you can also check out Q and Roger on Tuesday in the Gaming Goddess podcast on, well, Q and Roger at the Button Smashers podcast on Tuesdays. And the Gaming Goddess podcast, Jess herself, comes out on, I believe it is, Fridays. So, until episode 75, 25 more episodes, roughly. 26 more episodes until episode 100, where we're going to have to do something fucking crazy. Don't forget to prime and shine.